Hey, welcome to Guitar Knobs, the guitars, gear, noise, and nonsense podcast hosted today by these knobs. Tony Dudzik, Pick Guardian. Uh, Jared, the pickup guy, is not here tonight, man. Where is he? He is on work detail. Oh. Yeah, doing the big work thing. KP duties. He's, he's, a, he's a working man. Yes. Uh, but, hey, everybody, it's me, Todd Novak. Welcome to the Guitar Knobs Podcast. We're thrilled to death that you are listening to our show. Uh, very exciting to be here by ourselves in this uh, <laughs> very gray room with no windows. It's you know we got to put up more we we haven't really made it our own yet we're going to let's put some fake windows up <laughs> we could we could like in uh, high fidelity in, yeah you know like with yeah. john cusack with uh, lisa bonet and stuff anyways wow <laughs> thing. hey everybody we got a great guest tonight who's probably like oh, what am i doing on the show here uh go ahead and introduce yourself guest Hey, I am Kyle Wolf of Moon Guitars LLC. Uh, thank you guys so much for having me. I'm I'm pumped to be here. You yeah, are welcome. We're, we're glad you. that you are pumped. Uh, <laughs> where are you located? I am in South Jersey. I'm about a half hour outside Philly. Okay, I mean, like right now, where are you located? Uh, my living room has my <laughs> desk for right now. I'm in the process of moving this downstairs into my office. Gotcha. And, and gotcha. what are you wearing? Uh, let's see, you know, the standard uh, black T-shirt and jeans. Yay, he's got the uniform on. I've got my sleep jeans on, you know. (laughs) All right. Get on with it, yeah, shall we? What's going on? Tony, maybe we got some first-time listeners out there. We do? I'm hoping so. I hope we always have first-time listeners. I bet we do. If we do, what what can they expect? Todd. From a show like this. Todd, on a show like this, specifically this show, specifically the Guitar Knobs podcast, we love to talk about gear. More specifically, boutique gear. Even more specifically, we like to talk to the builders and the makers of this boutique gear. Yeah. And and, and other people that are influencing the we guitar inf- world, like, we've like got Dave Hunter from the last episode. We've got authors. We've got all kinds of people. Yeah. And it's, uh, yeah, we've even had some demonstrators and different things like that. It's cool. Demonstrators? Doing music demonstrations. <laughs> They're picketing our show outside. <laughs> yeah, they might be. Shut it down! <laughs> Shut it down! There's enough! That's yeah. enough episodes! So, uh, but anyhow, yeah. And then occasionally we do a 101 where we uh, learn things. We just did one with Rick and Bockers. Yeah. And uh, Backers. And uh, 101. <laughs> you caught I caught myself. Good catch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have to say it three times. And yeah. One magically appears. Yeah. So, uh, and we got plenty, plenty more coming up. Uh, we are booked out for the year. Yeah. Which is very exciting. Um, exciting. I wish we could do more than one a week, but it's just not uh, physically possible. Yeah. We have day jobs and it, it takes uh, it takes a long time to get the, get the stuff out to y'alls. Yes, so, it does. Without uh, further ado, we are going to jump into a few announcements real quick. Announce away. Mm-hmm. All right. So as you know, we get a lot of fantastic, I'll just say mail, messages, whatever you want to call mail it. Messages, mail messages, it's all the same. It's uh, words. Word. We get electronically. words from Have, people. Do we and, get any physically, like typed on paper? Uh, yeah. Occasionally, I get I get one once in a while. I'll get them, you know, little notes here and there. It's nice. kind of nice. I, I actually put those up on my wall at home. Oh. I'm not joking because it's it makes me feel good. Uh, so this is from Trevor Newman. He sent a uh, message to me. He said, subject, Rickenbacker. Well said. And it says, message body, colon. 
Great show about Rickenbacker guitars. Lots of great information, especially about the Beatles album. I could tell Tony was in heaven talking about one of his favorite brands. I am also a Rickenbacker fan <laughs> and dealer. Oh, like on the like in the in dark alleys? Are you like? <laughs> uh, I've had lots of I have had lots through my hands in the past, including a Lemmy bass, nice loads of Blue Boys. Mm-hmm. I don't know what a Blue Boy is, but it was a limited color. Uh, actually, it was back in the fifties. They yeah. they did a it's kind of like a baby blue. Okay, uh, and then they did a rerun a couple of years back. Okay, uh, one of my first guitars is a baby blue JB player Randy Rhodes V. <laughs> you believe that? That's how I learned to play. It's perfect. <laughs> this is so silly. Um, a 4,000 single pickup bass. Yep. All the 75th models, a Chris Squire, and some of the more recent limited colors like British Racing Green and Pillar or Box Red. He visited the factory once. John Hall is a real gentleman and rightly very protective of his brand, echoing things that we were talking about on the show. I mean, if you hadn't heard this episode about the Rick and backers uh <laughs> you definitely should it was it was a fantastic one for I, th- I think that was if i had to if i had to list them that would be very near the top very of the list the of the ones we've i don't done. know that last one with dave hunter was that was that pretty was, good too that was, but it's that's pushing the ceiling yeah uh let's see here it says uh rick and becker uh rick and becker do their own thing and are not influenced by other company guitar companies which i think is very appealing i think it was pete quaif quaffy quaffy Oh, Quaif from, uh, Quaif, yeah, from, from the, Kinks. Uh, the Kinks. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure I got that right. Uh, or John and Whistle, who were first seen in the UK using Rick basses. Maybe, maybe not. Don't be. know. And Whistle played a Fireglow 4001 pictured on Ready Steady Go, yep. which I think he bought at Marshall's in Hanwell. He knows a lot about... Maybe we should have had him on. Jeez. Um, you know, I was at yeah. Marshall's in Hanwell, UK. And uh, I thought it was much closer to London than it was. It's yeah. it's a it's a long drive out there, and it's it's the old music store. Oh, and it's where Jim Marshall actually started building yeah. amps and yeah. things like that. Where uh, Townsend came in and said, "Hey, can you can I can I can I borrow one of those eight by twelves? Anyways, uh, before I let Tony go on any further with that, I don't know which of these guys was the first to use the bass, but it must have been this around sixty four or sixty five. Although it must be said that they were seen using many other makes as well. Keep up the good work, Trev. Uh, I'm assuming he. I don't know where he's coming from, but if he's Trevor is a very British name. I'm guessing he's from the he's UK. Referencing, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm guessing that too. Uh, so he says, uh, P.S., where is Rob? His detail about amp repairs are the best. And we uh, we would agree with that. Um, yeah. Rob is, we got. I've actually got a lot of questions about this, so I'll just address it real quick. We brought Rob on. We're like, hey, here's Rob. And then Rob was like, where's Rob? <laughs> We've we've probably talked more about Rob not being here than he's actually been here, uh, but he's intending on, on being back at the beginning of the year because um, life stuff happens and uh, some big life stuff happens and um, and then also with with ever, with the um, I guess the what do you call them the things that make you stop the regulations that's what I'm looking for the regulations on like gigs and stuff. All the musicians were like, oh, I got to get my gear back up to speed. So he has, he, 
like amps up to his ceiling that he's trying to get out and he's working like 12 hour days trying to get all these amps done so what if he worked 14 hours well he's a bit of a slacker that way so (laughs) she's lazy anyway so that's up with rob um he's alive he is well and he is repairing the living crap out of amplifiers right now so he'll be back that's good to know oh golly um I think that's that's it for that. We'll just leave that there. That's okay. enough for announcements. I think I'm going to announce them. My head is already spinning. I know. So is my, I'm sure Talking about Marshalls and Hamwell and all. Yeah, I didn't even have any coffee. I'm just, I feel good. Well, you're on a natural buzz. I'm a natural buzz. Uh, let's see here. Why don't we talk about what's going on in our music world? That, wait, Kyle, what's your uh, favorite comedy of all time? Uh, probably Step Brothers. Ooh, that's good one. Good answer. Good one. That's that's my gut reaction. I think to that question. First thing out of your mouth. I love it. Okay, what a great movie. That's got to quote that every day. It's got to be the truth. Do you have a favorite quote from it? Hmm. Not anything that I would probably want to say on the yeah. internet. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's true. <laughs> I use the yep, the yep sequence a lot, you know. Yeah, yep. yeah, that's a good one. Did we just become sandwich friends? Yup. You know, or, or whatever, <laughs> insert your whatever blank. That's a good, it's, good you example. You just need an adjective in front of friends and, and it works. It's a good example to keep our G rating. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's find out what's going on in our music world this week. We're going to kick it off with uh, Tanisha here. And then we're going to find out what's going on with Kyle. Well, you know, Todd, since we were speaking of the UK, I just, in today's UPS delivery, um, I ordered, oh, about a week or so ago, um, some Ruach, which is R-U-A-C-H, pedal boards. And these are handmade, uh, Tolex-covered uh Pedal boards made in uh, Northern Ireland, UK, mm-hmm. and um, that's the um, uh, the epicenter of pedal board making in the world. Uh, I, I don't know if you knew. Did that. not know that. <laughs> <laughs> did not know that. Yeah, I don't think that. I don't think that the, our, our fans of the uh, in Northern Ireland know that either. Oh, okay. All yeah, both yeah. of them. <laughs> But anyhow, um, I got in, I I just stumble on these things sometimes. You stumble on a lot of stuff. I try to stumble on stuff. I mean, to take it, your lead, and I don't. This all started. I, I I like Tolex covered boards. I mean, it's just kind of a cool thing, rather than you know the standard aluminum rail and and things that a lot of places have. Um, and I, you know, I just did some searches on the Bay of E and and a couple of other places to find Tolex covered pedal boards, and lo and behold, oh, um, and behold, <laughs> I found um, a couple of these boards, um, Ruah boards, and um, one was priced at fifty nine ninety nine, and the other was seventy nine ninety nine. And they both had like the fifty nine ninety nine one. These set. are wedge style boards. Yeah, just a, with a soft cover case, and um, the uh, the fifty nine dollar one was said one hundred ninety nine list. The seventy nine dollar one said two twenty nine list, and I said, "Well, that <laughs> what that can't be right." But lo and behold, whoa, <laughs> behold. I checked at uh, Guitar Center and Musician's Friend. And those are 
the prices that they would charge. Mm. Um, so I got these from a, a guy out in California who is a pedal make pedal board uh, supply maker. Peddler. He's a peddler. Yeah. And um, free shipping. Wow. I mean, so I, I said, you know what? I'm buying both of those. I don't know how people do free shipping. I just don't understand that. Uh, no, because the ship from the West Coast, even something this size, has got to be 20 25 bucks. Yeah. Um, but I'm very happy with them. Uh, the, the larger board, uh, I added a couple of, um, of locking quarter-inch jacks, and these are, these are special jacks that have a quarter-inch on each side. And um, and a lock on the outside so that plastic, if you're like, you know sliding across the stage, um, you you can't unplug it yeah. unless you press the little red button. And then I also added uh, an AC port. Or if you trip in your office over yes, over amps and you're laying piles of amps and guitars. So anyhow, very happy. I'm, I'm super pleased. Um, they're you know the brand new boards. They're uh, for that kind of money. I don't think you can go wrong. Yeah. So check them out. All right. Do that, do that, do, do that, that, that. Hey, uh, Kyle. Yeah. What's going on in your music world this week without going into your full-on interview? <laughs> <laughs> music world, I'm trying to get back into playing more lead guitar. Mm. I, I kind of, for the past couple of years, have been being lazy, but not. I just kind of changed my my approach to more of a singer songwriter thing because i was playing acoustic gigs here and there mm-hmm. um so i got lazy and I, I was just playing chords so I'm, I'm trying to get more technical and 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 uh push myself to you know be able to put out better demos and stuff like that oh cool yeah demos on guitars are good especially if if uh you made it and you know how the guitar should be played so are, yeah. you, are you doing this stri- like- strictly by practice or have you pulled up some youtube tips and things like that Practice is like a curse word around here, man. <laughs> I wish I had more time to practice. Um, no, I yes, I've been I've been trying to actually pick up a guitar when I listen to certain songs that I would just listen to throughout the day anyway. Just give myself a little, you know, ten minute break here and there, and be like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna play along with this, or I'm gonna try and learn that part of that song. Just kind of, you know, randomly as I get breaks throughout the day. Huh. Very cool. You know, Very better, cool. Better than just either working all day or telling yourself at the end of the week, like, ah, I should have made more time. You know, just right. trying to find those little gaps where you can. Get a breather. Get some mm-hmm. headspace. Well, good for you. That sounds, Thanks, man. Now, yeah. are you the kind of person that if you like, hey, I'm going to try to figure out how to learn to play this thing, do you play it and then if you're not getting it you're like i'll just figure it out later or are you will you end up at like two in the morning going (laughs) i used to be the figure it out later guy until a couple years ago i don't know man something in my brain broke and now i like i have to get it right i have to figure out uh the right way to get the note that is on the recording you know yeah that's it's a it's a horrible thing to have to chase down instead of just being like, that eh, sounds close enough. Yeah, it, it is. <laughs> it's uh, very difficult. I run into that often. Um, and I know that everybody deals with that in different ways. Well, 
I was led to believe by the internet that it's all in the fingers. So if I don't have the right hands, I can't learn it right, right? <laughs> no, yeah. where you're wrong, it's all in the guitar and the amp. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got to buy better it's guitars the then. <laughs> <laughs> and pedals. And the pedals too. <laughs> I need more of those for sure. <laughs> yeah, it's in the wood and the color of the cord. Uh, mm, well, yeah, mm. you know, that really does change. Yeah. Everything. So, um, well, thank you for sharing that. Um, I know that lots, uh, well... I think we can safely say that every single person listening to the show has gone through some sort of, I got to figure this out or I can't figure it out. And mm -hmm. it can be very frustrating um, to the point where it can be, I would say almost debilitating because you can't like, you can really work yourself into a corner where it's like, you can't get out and you're like, well, if I can't figure this out, then I, how am I going to figure other stuff out? That's not I, a, that's not a good healthy place to be. I wow. think the thing that, people should keep in mind is that it's supposed to be fun. And if you're not having fun, then you're not going to get it. It's that it doesn't matter. You know, yeah. I, I would agree with that. Well, you know, when I can't figure out a song, yeah. I just always tell myself that they're obviously playing it wrong on the original recording. That's true. That is, <laughs> that's true. That happens. Uh, so in my music world this week, Oh, Todd, what's going on in your uh, music world this week? Well, I, I got the big fat jackpot. I had a very good music week. Yes. I, there's a, a shop in our parts and I, I think around the country, but not everywhere in the country It's called music around. And it's sort of like a, you know, you go trade in your gear, buy new gear, whatever. Uh, I've had store credit there for a long time <laughs> that I, I've just traded a bunch of stuff in and I never, I, I look, I'm not even kidding. I'm looking at Craigslist and music around almost on a daily basis to the point where it's probably not healthy behavior. Mm, I'd <laughs> say that's true. And I, I'm like, no, don't do it. Uh, don't go in for something small. Wait, there's going to be something big. Mm. So I, Hit it, uh, I think it was Sunday morning. It was early Sunday morning. And uh, there's a Marshall Origin 50 amp on there. And I was like, Roar! and it was at a price that I thought, okay, I think I can do this. I can't even remember how much credit I have at the store. So I grabbed a few other things in the basement and I brought those in. And I ended up paying like... About 200 bucks for this nice. amp. Wow. I was really happy. <laughs> so tell us about the amp. Well, it's a Marshall. Yeah. Marshall, Marshall, Marshall. <laughs> and it's it's the Origin 50 model, which um, has, it's it's nice because it has three power settings. I think a, a 5 watt, 20 watt, and a, and a 50, which they sell all separately. Mm -hmm. um, and the way that they do the power conversion on this um, has to do with the power rails, and then then I'm lost on that. But uh, it's not the conventional way of doing it, where I think it really does begin to affect sound. Mm -hmm. So, Todd, so what? Tell me, what are some of the cool features of this nice Marshall? Well, aside from it being extremely handsome, not unlike your host, it's got a hand. It's got a handle on the top. It's, it's a combo. That's which is, that's a is good thing. Nice. Having a handle, it's, a, it's is... an extremely um, portable because it's got a handle. I think it's kind of sexy. Got, no, looking. Okay, so it's got a it's a single twelve, and yeah. it is the uh, Celestian Midnight, as they call it. Which mm. I think the from what I can make of my limited research on this so far, is that this is a this is an amp that tries to capture a lot of the good from 
a lot of the past. Okay. So the speaker is sort of like, well, if you took this one and this one, it would probably sound like this. So and it's kind of like a higher powered cream back or something like that. I, sure. Yes. Okay. Um, and then, well, it's got to handle 50 watts. Yeah. And then the uh, the the overall sound, they it, it is basically the same thing. Like, there's not a definitive. They they don't say, oh, it is it's this only smaller. It's they've so it's tried to capture EL thirty four EL thirty four right. And um, and the, looking at the photo, it looks like yeah. are all the controls on the top. The controls are on the top yeah. in the back, as I've complained many times yeah. about that before. Welcome. But I think these are actually not upside down. I think hey, you're, hey that's what that's, a, they're they're, what they're a going, revelation. One better, yeah. Anything uh, else cool? Yeah, there's so there's a there's a tilt. There's a switch called a tilt on it, hmm. and what that does, does is it turn the amp like. Uh, side to side yeah just like your camera <laughs> and what that does is i believe it mimics um the the i guess the effect of like when you would jump the jump the um inputs on on old oh my god yeah like an old four four input yeah. right so it it gives you more bright punch it's not necessarily tr is it like is it, a, is it a treble. knob? It's a knob. Okay, so you could, it's probably a blend between yeah. the bright setting and then the, the exactly. standard channel. Yeah. So it's like jumping between the two channels exactly. only uh, with a blend. Of only the with a blend knob. It has a boost on it, which is really cool because if you have the gain up and you want to like really get the the stuff going, uh, it's in the foot pedal. So there's a foot pedal with a effects. You can trigger the effects loop. Yeah. Or hit the boost if you want to. Nice. Um, and how, it sounds does, great. How does it play with pedals? I well, I was worried because I have not had a lot of experience with effects loops, and I know we've talked at length about how a lot of things don't sound really great going into the front of a Marshall. Yes, that yes. Uh, so far, not the case. I put the Fez in front of the Marshall. And I was like, oh, hello, Dolly. Hmm. It sounded fantastic. Nice. Um, and actually, the very first thing that I put in front of that was the R two R Range Master, which. I mean, it was built for that. That's a good choice, yeah. So um, I'm having fun ex exploring with it. And the the reason that I got it, I'm not, I don't believe I'm going to go to, like, do a gig with just the Marshall. Mm -hmm. Because to me, it is still a bit one-dimensional. Uh, just that's my own take on it. I don't, it's like, if you if it's coming through a Marshall, it doesn't matter what you're playing, it's sounds like a Marshall to me. Well, that, that would be a good amp to, if you ever wanted a double amp, I think that's... that's exactly the, what I'm doing, because yeah. that's how we recorded our album. Okay, perfect. So um, I was really excited about it, because I can have two amps that are basically the same size, roughly the same power output if I hit it at 20 Or I'll give 25. you 100 bucks cash money for the Supra right now. <laughs> 20 bucks for the, uh, for the extension no, cabinet. No, thank you. <laughs> cash money. Yeah. Um, anyhow. Cool. Yeah, it was very exciting. Very exciting. Yeah, Especially I, for a killer deal. I mean, get out of here. Yeah. What? Nicely done. Yes. Well played. I, to I Tony the crap out of that. You're nice. You know, Todd. Yes. You know what I have to do? You know, we talked earlier about these two pedal boards. Yes. I have to buy more tour gear design Oh, my goodness. Cables. Yeah, you're going to need a whole bunch of them. I need a whole bunch and some long ones and some short ones and some side and tops and all the fun stuff once I figure out what pedals I'm putting on these. Indeed. Kyle, do you have a pedal board? I do, and it is a disaster. Ah, uh, I have the solution for you, my friend. Hit me with tour it. Tour gear design patch cables. 
They are small, they're inexpensive, they are reliable, and they, I mean, they're, they're extremely durable and flexible. Yeah. Well, and they have all the different, you know, they got S shape and C shape and S-shape, all the different They lengths. have a W shape and a, uh, I think well, maybe you, even an X shape. They might have an X shape. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> anyways, head on over to tourgeardesigns.com and get yourself 10% off your entire 10%? order with the code the guitar knobs. 10%. You know, I already bought... That's going to start adding up when you populate a whole pedal board, Tony or Kyle. Yeah. I mean, I I bought quite a few of these already, and I need more, and that 10% is going to come in handy. For sure. For sure. Uh, Go to tourgeardesigns.com and use the guitar knobs, and uh, you're going to save some money. It's great. Thank you to Tour Gear Designs for sponsoring our four on the floor. Well, we don't have our little buddy Jared here. Uh, no. but uh you wanna give it a sh- you wanna give it a shot, Tony? I will do my best. All right. Let me have a little bit of this. That, that's pretty good. One, two, one, two, three, four on the floor. All right, Kyle Wolf. Why don't you give us your four on the floor? All right. I probably could not be without a tube screamer of some sort, but preferably a TS eight oh eight. 808. I don't know. I, I like I like the the mid range. I think of the 808 better than the TS9. Okay, um, but gotta have some delay. I'd probably go with the Boss DD4. It's just simple, plain, like the classic. You mm-hmm. know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Qtron Plus. I'm a big Ooh. John Mayer fan. I like that auto wah thing wow. he does, and I like to uh, Jared kind would of throw like that. that in. Jared, Jared would like that. Yeah, I think so. Doesn't he have a Qtron? I think he said. I think he does. He mentioned that. I think yeah. he's got one of the old, one of the oldies, old, old oldie, yeah. oldies. See now he'll be mad that we can't be better friends. <laughs> um, and then my last one is a newer one that I just got. It's a newer company that I've just kind of learned about. Um, it's called the Texan Twang from Pedal Pond. Have you guys no. heard of this? No, no. It rules. I know there's a lot of pedals out there that do that, like Stevie Ray Vaughan in a box kind of thing. Mm-hmm. But this one does it really, really well and reliably across different amps. Um, and it kind of has a couple different settings on it for different kind of Stevie-type sounds. Um, and just, I don't know, lately, man, I've been playing that into my uh, Blackstar amp, and all of a sudden it doesn't sound like a Blackstar anymore. Huh. So the the Pedal Pond Texas Twang, uh, what exactly... So when you say Stevie Ray in a box, like what is that? what does that mean to everybody? It's like, I guess it's a clean boost um, with some kind of clipping that just as you as you back the volume down on your guitar, you get that uh, tin pan alley, that that Lenny, like real brittle clean. Um, okay. It just it, it works super, super well. I, I, I was blown away when I heard demos of it and I thought too good to be true. They're demos. And then I got one, and uh, they're not too good to be true. It's it's phenomenal. That's that's yeah. Awesome. We just we just pulled that up right now. It's so a good it's looking a, it's pedal a, too. It's a UK company, huh? It is. Uh, it it shipped surprisingly quickly and got here fairly quickly too. I, I ordered mine straight from them on their website. Wow, and it says um, 197 L's. That's 
Yes, a lot of L's. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of L's. <laughs> uh, I'm guessing that's what about two and a half U.S. Uh, dollars. I, I think I spent about two fifty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well, well. Uh, there's another one that we gotta yeah, dig we into. Should, we Petal Pawn. P a w n. Nice. I like that. Yeah. So um, that's kind of a fun board and gets you through a lot of lot, lots of things. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't do super heavy, super well, but you got a you got a lot of options there. Yeah, it sounds like you're doing a lot of not heavy at all with that no, board. Actually, no, I'm I'm a I'm a blues funk uh, guy. Really? <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't look at you don't look at and your guitars don't necessarily scream that either, which no, is uh, I, interesting. The spirit behind my guitars is more, I think, that vibe. Okay. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, speaking of your guitars, let's just dig into that, shall we? Sure. Uh, where can people, well, as we're talking, where can mm -hmm. people go see the work that you do? The best place is my Instagram. Uh, it's just at Moon Guitars. Um, that's where I update the most frequently. It's where I post the most content. Um, but otherwise, you can go to my website, moon-guitars.com. Um, it's on Facebook too. Um, I think it's facebook.com slash moon guitars USA. Right. I try and keep it as complicated as possible, but in reality, I just can't get any of the hyperlinks that I want for my brand. <laughs> <laughs> Understood. Understood. Uh, well, so as people are looking at that, um, so tell us just a little bit about yourself. Like just, uh, we'll, we'll hit you with a couple questions, but do you mind us asking how old you are? I am 29 and a half. I'll be 30 in March. Th 29 and a half. You don't say halves past 12. <laughs> <laughs> what the? I, what, 29 and a half? I, uh, I am one of those people that's always rounding up, and my wife always yells at me that I'm not that age yet. Yeah, so that's yeah. my compromise right now as I try and just start to say the number. Yeah. Mm. I'm 29 and a half, you old. <laughs> 29 and six months yes <laughs> uh and exactly how long is your beard <laughs> that's a good question you got you've got quite the uh quite the growth there man it's it's probably about five inches at this point oh wait oh. it's got to be longer than that it depends on where you're measuring from from the chin from the chin I know you got to not from the chin. You got to measure from the bottom of the lip. From the bottom of the he's lip. He's got a high lip. It looks like it looks like he's <laughs> he's doing the. Um, oh yeah, that was not a description. Oh brother, where art thou? Okay, it looks oh, like you're doing yeah. the soggy bottom boys. <laughs> soggy bottom boys. It looks like it's clipped over your ears, oh, but yeah. it's not. No, no. No, I it, guess officially then you would have to measure from the bottom of your lower lip to the. Extended length of the beard. Yeah, I got a tape measure right here. We can Let's do, this. do it. it. All right, to the bottom of my lip. To I'm going to say. Of the beard. I'm going to say eight inches. No, nine, ten, nine and a half, seven and a half. Ooh, I'm, I'm closer. closer. <laughs> I, I, <laughs> I always go. Uh, uh, not prices right. Yeah, prices right yeah. rules. You got to roll up. Yeah, you get. Well, you can't. Yeah, you lowest can't. without going over. That's yeah. right. I did say eight, didn't I? Yeah, uh, nice one, Tony. Um, that is that is funny. You would actually. Uh, it's it's a bit um, in in a very in a in the coolest way possible. Uh, if you had a flat brim hat, you'd fit well <laughs> out in the, in Ohio and Pennsylvania. Ah, uh, yes. 
I have I have plenty of flat bill hats. I yeah. just don't wear them to work. <laughs> <laughs> so, what in your uh, in uh, South Jersey or yes. in near Philly? I am about a half hour outside Philly. Okay, cool. That's uh, we were just talking about getting out to the Philly area um, for a couple of reasons. One, just because we got a lot of guitar An friends that we've met out there. This is a, a ton, but also I wanted to take my band out there and try to get some uh, you know shared gigs out there with some with some peoples. So hell yeah, I would love to come see you guys. Ah, uh, well, we'd love to have you there. We'll set it up and you know, <laughs> have your people your... call my people. Yeah, <laughs> we'll do lunch. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll meet you in the mezzanine. It'll be great. She stakes on me. Yeah. Oh yeah, I'm going for sure. So I think Tony and I were instantly. We both looked at each other. We're like, wait, what? Because uh, when you're talking about the music styles that you were that you were kind of uh, liking, yeah. um, your guitars, we took them as a Almost, well, they they have a little bit of hard, almost like Vikingness to them. Well, as 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 I think we were talking about, it's like yeah. you took some classic shapes, yes, recognizable, and then, and then added some horns. So it's as if they were, you know, uh, merged with a like a Parker Fly or yeah. something like that. So the horns are very it's like a BC Rickenbacker. Backer, freaking backer. I should know that right now. Backer, backer. Um, No, it's really interesting. You've, you've, I think, very successfully done something that's difficult, which is um, taking different different influences and and merging them together. And I don't mean merging them in sort of a cheap, lazy way, uh, because I think that it could come off that way. I mean. Uh, these are really interesting looking guitars and you have obviously paid a lot of attention to the finer details of things. Some of the images that people are going to see right out at the gate if they go to Instagram is this amazing looking, it actually looks like it's made out of turquoise. I don't know how you did that. Tell us how you Uh, did that. The relict one? Yeah. Yes. Uh, It's not turquoise. It it is just a a pearl, but uh it might as well be it it, that thing was a monster it's so crazy in the images i mean it's like it looks like a turquoise rock because when you when you get real turquoise raw turquoise it often has these huge veins of uh like like brown rock in it you know or black rock and yeah uh whenever you see like a cool like big turquoise ring or something that's what that thing looks like that one was entirely, almost entirely, very, very much designed by the customer that ordered that. Um, and I mean, a lot of what you'll see on my feed are custom orders. I mean, my, my business has been uh, mostly driven by people coming to me and telling me what they want me to make. And I just don't have time to build the stuff that I want to build. <laughs> but, I don't uh, have the time to say no, man. <laughs> I, money talks, you know? Yeah, right. uh, I can imagine. But yeah, my customer had, you know, that, that entire idea, you know, a uh, super thick body, that body's about three inches thick, mm-hmm. um, fully hollow, roasted ash. He wanted an F hole. He wanted all these crazy electronics, but he wanted this uh, sparkle seafoam relict finish that I, I've been calling it shipwreck because if you look at yeah. how it kind of settled into some of the grain where it's rubbed through and it's still yeah. seafoam in the grain, it looks awesome. Yeah. And I think you can see that some of the the lighter tones come out in one of the movies you have on there. Um, it's mm-hmm. not, it, it honestly is like, 
it's hard to tell that it's sparkle until you see the movie. Now that makes sense to me because when you just see the image of it, it, it it's picking up um, all of the contrast in between the sparkle and right. stuff. Uh, but it's it's absolutely gorgeous. And thanks, man. And I and I do really like you. Kind of have like the '70s electronics on it. Uh, the, the the mini toggles. Um, up on the horn. Very cool. Very cool. Seven, 17 pickup options on that. <laughs> what? I don't know what to do with three most of the time. Wow. I, I really hope this customer enjoys it. Nightmare you you, you couldn't go 18. Come on. Yeah. 17 is just a you know Slacker. prime number. I don't like it. If I had had my way, I could have put four single coils and then we would have been good. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. So some of the things that I was noticing on, on your website and things that you talk about um, mm-hmm. that most people probably wouldn't really notice mm-hmm. are uh, the, the titanium reinforced neck as well as the stainless steel uh, bolts. And um, I'm assuming you're using inserts. Uh, to attach those. Let's talk about those one at a time, Tony. It's too much for people to wrap their heads around. Let's talk about the titanium. (laughs) Yeah. What's up with the neck? Uh, So I played a handful of necks uh, from Kiesel. um, Mm -hmm. Yep. Formerly carbon. Yes. That are reinforced with carbon fiber. Um, And I really like the idea behind that in preventing necks from twisting over time or warping uh, because I always really liked uh, necks with no finish on the back. I, I like the feel of it. I have a lot of customers that have liked that when I was doing repairs before I started my company. Um, so I started doing that at first and then in the same section on Stuart McDonald's website, uh, they have titanium ones. Uh, so I experimented and I just I love the way that the necks that I build with these titanium reinforcement rods now like you you can just you can feel the note sustaining through the whole neck so much more and it just it has this great tactile feedback as you're playing on top of stability you know yeah you that, could that's... trademark that and call it the judge the judge sustained <laughs> <laughs> no it needs no. a ton of reverb on it or the tighter neck. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, so now that now you know all joking aside, yes. titanium is not cheap. No. And that is you know you're you know even carbon fiber is not cheap, but it's a lot cheaper than titanium. Sure. Yeah. And the the trade off there is that the titanium rods are a lot uh, narrower than most carbon oh, fiber sure. rods that you'd be putting in next. So yep. you have to remove less wood. Um, and you can kind of get away with carving thinner necks if you want to than if you were using carbon fiber. Nice. Um, mm-hmm. Similar weight, um, just as strong, I would say. But yeah. yeah. Oh, I would my, s- maybe stronger. My my is- costs are expensive. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And then you know we were also the uh, stainless steel neck attachment uh, mm-hmm. with with inserts with threaded inserts, which is something the last probably five or six builds that I've done myself, that's all I do anymore. It's just an incredible way to secure the neck to the body. Absolutely. I, I don't understand why so many companies are still using you know the traditional wood screw uh, for a bolt-on neck. It's just it's it's one more step of work to add an insert into the neck and then just use a stainless steel bolt. Yeah. And those who don't 
have the stainless steel bolts with the uh, with the screw inserts. Mm-hmm. That's a, I mean, you can get that done. You can do oh it, yeah, you can do it yourself. You can do it yourself. Although you might want to have a luthier do it. Just you saying. should probably probably <laughs> let somebody whose job it is do it. <laughs> nah, oh, take it. Dang, I went all the way through. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's yeah. I mean, once Ma, you. Ma, where's the glue? <laughs> Man, well, my nineteenth fret's really high all of a sudden. Yeah, yeah you got to get the right length bolts. That's half the battle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah. that's that's cool. And then, I'm, are you using nitro on your finishes, or are you doing um, a combination right of now? Uh, polyester sealer uh, and then polyurethane finishes over top. Um, the relict one that we were just talking about is nitro, yeah. just to be able to do that. Yep. Um, but for the most part, I, I really like the um, nice, flat, super high gloss finishes that, you know, like PRS and, and some of the more expensive companies have been doing. Well, I think poly has come a long way, especially in recent years. Oh, absolutely. And, and I think, you know, the people that I know that are building love poly because if you spray it on thin enough, it's not that much different than mm-hmm. a nitro finish, but it finishes so much easier. I mean, you can really tear into it with a Dynabraid and, you know, level everything out and hit it on a buffer the day after you shoot it. Mm. Absolutely. I think it holds up better over time as far as like UV light too compared to lacquer. Probably so. Probably so. Uh, That's especially good for white guitars. Yeah. 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 Unless you want that aged look, but I don't know how many people do. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So... I think maybe one of the most obvious things that when people are looking at your guitars, you, you've you've taken liberties with your, I guess maybe is this a signature thing that you do? Would you call it that the the way that you shape the horns? Um, yeah, I, I think that's it's kind of evolved into like what my brand is 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 the horns because now anytime I come up with a new model, it has at least one of those horns, right? Um, and it's, it's kind of, I, I've talked about this on a couple other podcasts, no, you haven't. but nope, nope, there's no, no, there are no other <laughs> podcasts. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. No, no. I, <laughs> the first it's one, been, it's been a while and this process has developed <laughs> since then is where I was going to finish that sentence. But, um, I, I have kind of learned about myself and my creative process in a way especially over the past year or two years of designing more models and, and building more and more of these guitars by hand. Um, and it's that I'm not very good at completely uh, open check, just giving myself unlimited creative freedom and saying, all right, make something. I have to, I have to have something to start with. And so now that I've kind of decided for myself, like, okay, start with the horns and then make the rest of a new guitar and go from there. I do it constantly. I have a folder full of new models that I haven't had time to make yet or release mm-hmm. that just, you know, I start with, uh, you know, uh, one that I'm, I was working on last night is sort of like a telly in, in general outline aesthetic. And I started with, uh, you know, a, a curved bass side, uh, and then the, the normal treble side horn there and, and just started drawing from there um and in an hour or two i had a completely completely new guitar that uh i'm really excited i really want to make one wow nice. yeah it's i it, it kind of has more of a 
the inspiration is more like 80s shredder kind of vibe and yet i really have not made a single guitar yet that has been for anybody that shreds at all yeah (laughs) i've had country guys blues guys um uh, a jazz guy here and there uh very varied audience from what i thought i would be making and and who i would be building for um and i really really want to get you know like a multi-scale seven string thing on one of these shapes but again custom orders have been driving my business so the people that come to me want these s style and t style and if you see the one i just posted is kind of like a jazz master type thing Mm -hmm. yeah well that's cool so you know you said that uh you used to just repair guitars. How did you get started into this whole repair slash building slash designing stuff? So when I was 15, um, it was about a year-ish after I started playing guitar, um, I was working in my, my dad's business over the summer, uh, and I just wouldn't shut the hell up about guitar and Eddie Van Halen this and Van Halen that. <laughs> uh, and they got tired of it and they dropped me off at my cousin's repair shop, uh, a town over. And they said, here, he's your problem now. Um, and so, you know, I started learning how guitars work. I started learning how to do setups and, and fret work. Um, and then I just, I did repairs uh, for years uh, up until... When did I stop taking repairs? Two years ago now, um, almost three years ago. Uh, like that you was that was just for it. Then I imagine, right? Yeah, and and I was always kind of doing it on the side when I was working a main job, um, yeah. which is nice because it kept me involved in the local music scene to some degree before I actually started playing music out as a as a quote unquote musician. I don't give myself the real title, um, but. Unless yeah. you've made 50 bucks at the door, you're not a professional. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Until they are paying you to come play the music uh, at the place, yeah. it doesn't count. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I, I would have you know a job that I'd spend 40 hours a week at, and then I'd spend another 20 hours throughout the week fixing guitars. Um, what were you doing before that? What was your 40? I worked in retail uh, for... A number of years uh, i worked in a manufacturing place making the um chairs and stands and stuff that you would see in an eye doctor's office mm-hmm. um oh, and wow. then the last quote unquote real job that i had was in a uh, actual woodworking cabinet shop um, which was the wildest way to get into that after already building guitars and and being into like fine woodworking and getting into more general bigger projects and getting yelled at constantly for being too meticulous about sanding and details and spending too much time. Yeah. It was a weird way to get thrown into it. And, and they had fun with it because I was, you know, pretty comfortable around all the tools and and not, you know, running routers and being terrified because this thing could destroy you in your hands. Mm -hmm. But, uh, that was my last job because I just, I started getting more and more orders for, custom builds and and more and more repairs that you know i was working 80 hours a week even though i was only technically working 40 hours a week uh and my wife finally said to me like hey why don't you just do it full time and and turn this into what you want it to be instead of uh you know it being a passion that you're kind of getting paid for right and so i did 
Well, it's lucky your wife's an oil baron too, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we're we're bought out by big pharma or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> she's she's a scientist. She's wonderful. Oh, fantastic. Yeah. Um but it's a good thing I didn't say some scientist or something. And then I, <laughs> yeah. Then <I> read <laughs> yeah, like a rocket scientist yeah. or something. Um <laughs> Well, that's that's cool. I think it's it's very interesting. To, we always love finding out how people, you know, either stumble into or or grind and grind and grind and then finally, you know, hit their stride. Um, oh, I'm still grinding. Yeah, I mean, do you? <laughs> but do you feel like that you? I mean, clearly, if if your entire business is is custom at this point, you must have hit your stride at this point. Yeah, I, I I think I'm in it. I th- I think I've hit my stride probably this year. Um, as my shapes have all kind of started to be accepted more. You know, I, I I used to get people who would hit me up and want, you know, I I want a strat, but I want it with this wood and these pickups and this bridge, and I'd have to talk them into a blood moon uh, or a moon elite or you know, whichever of my closest models I thought would work for them. And now at this point, I don't, I don't even get those questions anymore. I just get people that see something I've made and they want, you know, their version of it. So yeah, it, it's, it's kind of a blessing and a curse. Cause like I said, I don't get to build the stuff I want. I don't get to well, what drop is that? models. Let's talk about or, that real quick. Wait, wait, sure. tell, tell, wait, actually wait, hold that question real quick because yes. I think that, you know, some of the fun when we do this is we'll be scrolling around and then I'll be like, Ooh, look at this thing. And Tony's like, shakes his head and he goes that the other one, the other one. I'm like, no, 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 this one. Um, uh, so for me, I, we've already, I already gushed about that turquoise. That is a stunning guitar. Thank you so Um, much. The other one that I really kind of like, you know, heard the, the, the screeching brakes on was, Mm -hmm. uh, it, it's kind of like your take on an RD. Oh uh, yeah, the moonburn, the gold, yeah, gold that's top, a cool one. Um, and it's got the uh, you. It's cool because you you took the paint off of like a beveled edge, mm-hmm. so it's got like a raw yeah. beveled edge. Man, yeah. that is, it's like it's just a nice little touch. I had to look at that twice. I was like, I thought it was a shadow, but I was like, wait, oh, that's the raw wood under it. That's brilliant. Um, How do you like that? Uh, the is that a hip shot uh, piano bridge? Yeah, the Baby Grand. I yeah. like that a lot. That's I, a, I love that bridge. It's aluminum, so it's nice and lightweight. But instead of a wraparound and, and how that kinks the strings as it physically wraps around the bridge, that thing is is phenomenal. And it's comfortable under your palm yeah. just with where you know the, the bulk of the bridge actually is. That's nice. It's, it's a very handsome detail. And it looks – what I'm liking about the things that you're doing is that they're not so – ultra radical where it's almost distracting mm-hmm. it looks familiar but the touches the little things that you're doing are that's the thing that makes it unique and that's that's where somebody is going to feel in my in my humble opinion this is <laughs> I, I feel like this too um if, if you're on stage there's it's kind of like if you if you dress up really if you got like your your, your outfit on it's like this is so me right now right <laughs> Yeah, you're out. You know, or whatever. You know, it's like you got a new pair of shoes. You're like, ah, I got my new shoes on, right? I mean, getting back to how how we started the interview and we immediately skirted off of it uh, about my taste in music and how that doesn't match my appearance. That's the 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 pride for me in these guitars and in these designs is 
that I want you to have something that I think feels and sounds the way you would expect it to or the way that you would feel the most comfortable on, but in a shape that you're not used to seeing for the past 70 years. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I'd, go just, with, I'd agree with that. I, I've always loved seeing, you know, people playing like SGs or Explorers or just weirder shapes, but playing like blues. Cause it doesn't, yeah. it just looks, or a flying V. Like that's, that's not a blues guitar, but it sounds amazing. And if you're comfortable on it, that's my vibe. I, I want, I like these kind of edgier looking guitars and then putting, a completely different aesthetic or pickup options or tones or whatever. Um, so that it, it's, it's for anybody really, but I think it's, it's mainly for people who want something new. That's not crazy new. I like it. I like it a lot. <laughs> Thanks man. Uh, you know, actually, as I was looking at this a little bit more and, and thinking about some of the other touches, I know a big thing, it's not necessarily my jam, but um, I know a, a really big thing out in the world right now is um, handmade knife design. Mm -hmm. And people are making incredibly artistic uh, knives. Like, And by artistic, I just mean they're the attention that they're putting into the different forms of the steel and different patterns in the steel and then the woods and mixing that with stone and like all kinds of, cause like uh, it kind of reminds me a little bit of like that. Honestly, if I'm looking at some of these guitars, I was, it's like, I feel like somebody who creates some of these, uh, the, you know, boutique knives out there would be like, yeah, that guitar. I love that. <laughs> that's, that's an entire really cool little community that i had no idea existed until i had to compete with them for some exotic wood <laughs> ah, yeah <laughs> a couple of the guys i buy you know one-off pieces of uh you know curly walnut or something you know weird here and there um these guys also sell knife scales and and blocks for that and so yeah. a couple times I've, I've gotten into a little bit of a bidding war with somebody who's going to use it for knives yeah and it's this nice big gorgeous piece of wood and like no come on get you can i'll you can have the scraps yeah. when i'm You're done like, <laughs> really <laughs> you can't even leave the house with that what are you doing <laughs> don't take it to yeah. the airport well <laughs> i I, th I think it also is is echoed in the some of your body contours that you have um and, sure. and you, you know I don't know. I'm just seeing it. Maybe, maybe everybody who's listening, maybe you think I'm crazy. Maybe you, maybe you're like, oh no, I can no, see that. No, I, I think that like, well, you're looking at the, uh, uh, which one is that? The the moonburn. The moonburn. Um, I mean, the extra contouring on it. I I would guess. I mean, I don't have one here in That's front a of me. Strange emphasis. Uh, emphasis <laughs> <laughs> on the wrong syllable. <laughs> I would guess that that is a, a very comfortable guitar to play. Yeah, I mean, I, fi I find explorers, uh, even though they're kind of unwieldy, they are at least for me. I can I can play them comfortably because of the angle of the um, the upper bout. My yeah. arm kind of naturally falls there, and I think with this extra contouring, like like it's on this model. Um, I think that would make it even more comfortable rather than such a harsh, hard it, it edge. It looks like an absolutely amazing guitar to actually just play the feel of it. So they really are. I, I, because I'm making everything by hand. Um, even when I first designed the models, uh, I, I only came up with the outer lines of all of them first. Um, and I sat with a 
you know, flat slab cutout body on my lap and drew on myself, or I had a couple different artists locally come over a couple times and sit with it and just hold it and let me like move around them like uh, someone designing a, a custom tux or something for you to see, you know, where where does your forearm go when you are palm muting this, or you know, where does this rest against your body, and and figure out exactly what the right spots aesthetically, but also, um, ergonomically were to carve away. And uh, you nailed it on the moonburn. Your forearm goes right down that bevel and it's, it's super comfortable to sit with, even though it doesn't seem like it would be. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I can dig it. Uh, so you've been working in your shop all day. You're very tired. You need to get something to eat locally. Where are you going to get and what are you going to get right now? Go. Locally, the closest place I'm going to the Golden Nugget Tavern. I'm getting some wings. Wings. <laughs> How spicy? They're so they're not super spicy, but they have their own sauce that uh, you can buy in mason jars at the store. And I think like one other grocery store around here carries their special sauce. Um, but they're just they're nice garlicky. Uh, they're so good. You could eat. You could eat fifty of them, and you know you'll hurt tomorrow, but you'll be really happy with yourself <laughs> in the moment. Yeah, very All nice. Right. Now, okay, back to back to some serious business here, man. Sure. All right, none of this screwing around anymore. I'm 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 really done with it. Talk okay. serious. All right, All right. <laughs> jokes jokes leave the room. Uh, you were talking about. You mentioned a few times you haven't had the, the time to make the guitars that that you. Not, not that it's weird because if you say if you want to make that, it's implying that you don't want to make these guitars, right. which is not the case. Right. But your own, like, oh, well, if I had the time, I'd go make this guitar. Right. What's one of those? Uh, I have a piece of paper on my desk that I've I've had to keep it on my desk now, just so that I always know where it is, so that when a random one pops into my head, I can go run upstairs, write it down, and not forget it. Mm-hmm. Um, but a random one that I would like to do. I'll, I'll give you this one for free. This was a secret, but it'll be really sweet when I do eventually get around to it. And it, I don't think anybody's going to beat me to the punch. <laughs> uh, my Exo Moon, which is the acoustic uh, kind of looking model that I have there. Yes, yeah, kind um, of like an acoustic ish kind of thing. No, sort of. I I, really. I designed it uh, before Fender dropped the the one that they've oh, been doing. Oh yes, yeah. okay. Um, and they're extremely different when it comes to specs but i guess they're similar in terms of what you would use them for but i want to do one of those um fully out of acrylic so it'd be a hollow acrylic with leds inside it <laughs> wow <laughs> uh, that that's, all right that's honestly one of the tamer things on this list <laughs> that are they're wild yeah. but i've I've fully fleshed out exactly how I would go about doing it and and have the process all figured out. It would literally just be a matter of me having the time and money to order the materials and do it. Wow. Very nice. Yeah, it's <laughs> you know, and down the page if you're if you go to the Instagram, um what kind of wood is that that you're that's that's in the uh um the natural brown one that you, uh, you made? Uh Maybe roasted flame maple. I do a lot of roasted flame maple. Uh, there's a curly redwood one there. How pharaoh neck matching pearl inlays. Oh, uh, ribbon sapel body. Sapele. Yeah. Well, by sapel, you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a <laughs> it's like a cousin of mahogany, but it's a lot more dense. Yeah. Yeah. Guild used 
uh, Sapele and uh, it's mahogany, um, but anyways, it's <laughs> call it striped mahogany. Yeah. That's easier for yeah. you to come up with. Okay. <laughs> That's beautiful. It's though, a strap- yeah. We need Jared. It's a Sapele. Sapele. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh boy! It must be Italian. Yeah. Into <laughs> uh, t- well, I was. I don't think Tony and I were expecting that uh, the acrylic LED. No, that that would have uh, not been on my acoustic uh, guest list. <laughs> electric guitar. <laughs> you know, you could do something cool, like you know, Rickenbacker had the uh, light show series yeah. that they they kind of had like a. Uh, screened fabric kind of thing, and they had LEDs that um, uh, reacted to the tones Didn't of the. Did Lee have a base out of that? I'm that mm-hmm. just made, reminded me. I feel like he. Did, you just you said mm-hmm, right. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure too. Does he talk like a regular guy? Uh, I know him, and he does. <laughs> <laughs> if you know, then you know. Anyways, yeah. uh, anyways, um, yeah, I don't even know what we're doing anymore. So I, you know, we were you, talking about the flashy lights, but yes. but on the Rickenbacker model, it actually the different colors reacted to the uh, the notes that you were playing. So the yes. lows, mids, and highs. So that would yes. be kind of a cool thing to incorporate into into your model. That is absolutely what I would go for. I, I would probably set it up with a, you know, like a rotary knob, so that you had different presets where it's either pulsing to the rhythm you're playing at, or if it's picking individual notes, um, different color options. I would. I would get really extra with it in a uh, showman kind of way. You know, I I'd, I'd want this to be an onstage guitar by oh, all means. Oh, totally, yeah. Yeah, and on the top... <laughs> you just can't let it stop. I can't. On the top, you could get... You could, like, just sort of route the word, like, um, nails in it or, or like, um, vape, you know... <laughs> <laughs> or, or checks cashed or something like that. <laughs> uh, Nude guitars. Massage. <laughs> Tarot reading. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, Nude guitars. Oh, that, see, that's great. That brings us all the way back around to the beginning. Yes. <laughs> Perfect. Back to front. So if out of uh, all of your favorite players, who would you like to see play Ooh, your good guitars? Question, Tony. Ooh. That's a tricky one because so many of the guitarists that I listen to are endorsed by big brands that just, you know, they're they're not going to spend however much I can build them a guitar for, even if I'm giving them a great discount, when they could get a free guitar from uh, Mr. Reed Smith or yeah. you know Gibson or whoever. But well, let's just say we're we're just you know, we're yeah. just talking personal you, collection. Yeah, Who? I I would have an absolute. I'd have to take a couple days off if Hosier ordered one of my guitars. He's my wife's absolute favorite, but uh, I, it took me a while to get around to his music. And when I did, like, I haven't stopped listening to him. And he just has this huge, huge sound if you listen to him live. Um, so if that giant Irish Fay wonderful man ordered one of my guitars, I'd, I'd faint. Wow. <laughs> Well, we'll, we'll reach out prepare, to him for you. Prepare you know. to faint because yeah. I'm texting him <laughs> <Yeah>. right now. <laughs> yeah, he's friends with Getty Lee too. So, oh, I'm sure. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, a little pavement humor. Uh, humor never hurt anyone. No. 
Okay, well, golly, that's uh, it's been super fun finding out about your guitars and stuff, man. You, yeah, keep doing what you're doing because yeah. I think you. Yeah, I mean the. The I design. think he has to. You didn't you hear the whole thing? He's got a bunch of orders. He doesn't want this to go back to the woodworking now. shop. <laughs> thanks for the encouragement, Tony. Oh, <laughs> uh, thanks, Todd. God, yeah, he's a he's a, he's a tough host. <laughs> uh, anyway, so hey, everybody, make sure you check out Moon Guitars. Uh, hopefully, you have been drooling at them already, and um, you know. We're just so glad that you're out there doing your thing and putting your fingerprint of uh, guitar creativity out in the world, man. Thank you. I, I'm glad you guys are out here shining a spotlight on, I mean, builders like me, but all the other awesome guys that you've had on. Like like I said to you the other day when we when we talked, uh, you know, I, I jumped in listening to you. You guys put on a, a fun interview. It's not drab. It's not, uh, you know, the same questions every time. Um, yeah, it, it's awesome. Awesome. Well, we really appreciate that. Thank you for the kind words. Um, well, let's head on over. We're going to, well, we just swung by Jared's house. The lights are off. The, there's no one. He's not sitting on the porch eating a whole box of uh, cookies. Chicken wings. <laughs> Chicken wing flavored cookies. And, but, but so Tony's going to take care of us right now. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, because at this point of the show, we play a little game called... Oh, would you rather? Cap it. Cap it. Go ahead. So this week's Would You Rather is brought to us by Bruce Bacon, our good yes. friend, Bruce Bacon. He comes up with great things all the time. I get hungry every time I say that name. Yeah. <laughs> and he did have a, a quick review of our last Rickenbacker Rick 101 Uh he says, Guitar Knobs Gang, the Rick 101 was fantastic. Bravo, thanks for all the amazing info. Now I have to buy one. Mm-hmm. John Hall, you can send the check to me. Mm. But anyhow. Anyhow, here's a new would you rather. So you're walking down the street, and you say to yourself, I wish I had one elite guitar skill. And poof. A smoke cloud appears and a figure walks out from it. Fear not, man. Uh, my fretted minion, I am the ghost of Frank Zappa. <laughs> Today, you have the opportunity to have the elite musical chops you desire, but there's one catch. <laughs> Your two choices are... Everybody who doesn't know Frank Zappa <laughs> or who even is, is going like, why is he talking like this? <laughs> Have Master Travis picking ability, but it can only be played on this Jackson Randy Rhodes Concord V. Mm -hmm. Or have Shreddy sweep picking skills, but only on this Ovation Roundback Electric Acoustic. Right. So. You might look odd. But no one will forget you. Choose wisely, man. That's a great question. Okay, so I had to look up what Master Travis was. So the Travis Pickings is, is yeah. basically the country or... Chicken you know, picking. It's, it is the base of that. Yes. Um, the multi-finger 
with yeah, a, Chet with Atkins. Sort of like a base, you know, think of all that that, that keep, stuff. keeping yeah. a base in, in in with the picking, so it isn't just all melody. It's right. Running the it's, bass it line sounds too. like more than one guitar player. <laughs> you know, that's where it starts. <laughs> just like that. Yeah. Just and and then it. Well, you already I, have, that's where it starts. You already yeah. have those skills. You can have those skills, classic skills. I've undersold those. I mean, when you listen to like really amazing, especially singer songwriters, I think. Yeah. Um, they're the ones that all five fingers are going crazy and you're just like, I, it sounds amazing. It sounds complicated and simple at the same same time somehow. And it's uh, it, not easily done. Not to change the subject, but I just saw a video posted on YouTube of a guitar that had um, six little hammers that you would you would it acted like a piano it was like a piano guitar oh that's weird it was an acoustic and you would push each of those for I'm each glad they string. didn't call it a gitano <laughs> i was gonna say i thought guitars already existed yeah well this one this is like it looked like an old old one and yeah. it had like a hole in the top where the hammers came up and hit the strings or a guitarpsichord <laughs> Ooh, yeah, right. That's a good one. <laughs> Anyways, so, uh, uh, so a lot of a lot of the players that we've mentioned before, like Joel Patterson. Yeah, like, you oh. listen, to Joel Patterson. Like, th- okay, if you could do that, that kind of skill, or Chet Atkins, or yeah. th- name anybody. That's what we're talking about. But you'd be doing it on a on a or a Jackson Randy a Rhodes Jack- Concord V. Ooh, and that's the one with the the shorter. pinstripes, pinstripes, and a shorter yeah, the shorter the uh, bottom the, V, not part. a true V. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ooh, or or, or shreddy sweepy awesomeness on, but you can only do it on an <laughs> ovation. <laughs> yeah, round sure. back acoustic. <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> Tanya, what are you doing? I'm doing the Travis style any day of the week. And if you could pull that off on a Concord V, even even better. Yeah. That would be extremely cool. I'd I'd pay to see a guy do that. Now would you do would you go for the the, the pinstripe or the polka dot? Uh well the Concord only I think came in pinstripe. Yeah, but it's Randy Rhodes. It's so Randy go Rhodes. With me on this. I'll do the polka dot. All right. Even just to add even more nuttiness to it. White. Body black polka dots or black body white polka dots? I think uh, black body white polka dots. Okay. Uh, um, and, you know, the, yep. the bigger problem I have with the ovations is I need a reverse ovation. One that the back bows <laughs> yeah. in so I can just yes. Yes, you get do. good and sweaty and stick it right to my gut. Yeah, that's... <laughs> and that without... Now, if, the, if somebody comes up with something like that, I'm all in. Yeah. But, like the, but, the, but the round back, cup. yeah, the round backs, they either flip up or they flip yeah. down, and they're no, useless. They're, they're, I never understood them. Anyways, uh, let's see here. <sighs> Save us from this. What do you choose in there? Me? Kyle, yeah. yes, Kyle. Well, I was waiting for you to answer. Uh, put me on that Randy Rhodes all day. I all do right. not want to have to play an acoustic <laughs> just to be good at guitar. And a round back acoustic, yeah. too. I, I mean, I don't hate them so much if i'm sitting down i i don't find them very uncomfortable because i'm a, a i'm not a bigger guy and i they just they fit well on my lap but thank uh, you, if thank, i'm playing thank live, you for, for being very sensitive about what you said there <laughs> <laughs> i don't i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings um but yeah if i'm playing live i don't want to be stuck sitting down and uh if i have master guitar skills i'm gonna be all over the place so me and john five will be chicken picking on uh nice. shredding, shredding guitars. 
Nice. I like it. How about uh, you, Todd? Actually, you ran into him at a Kiss concert. I know that's really weird, but was he hanging out with Geddy Lee? <laughs> was he talking that's, like a regular I, guy? Yeah. <laughs> I just, I just laughed. I, I, I couldn't even, I didn't even want to come back for him with anything. I was like, yeah, well done. Um, uh, uh, anyways, uh, it wasn't like backstage something. We we're literally like just walking in, in the anyways. hot dog line or something <laughs> anyways i don't even know why i mentioned that what the hell i'm i'm Name absolutely dropper. doing what you guys are doing all uh, right we're starting an awesome band yes <laughs> i know right this is this is very very cool uh, nice. um, and i'm gonna go white body with black polka dots white See? body with black yeah. oh yeah we didn't ask you if you wanted pinstripes or polka dots can i go white body gold pinstripes Yes. White body? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that, that's that's really the his signature oh, he, one. He had black pinstripes though, right? I want gold ones. Oh, gold. Okay, yeah, I got it. Yeah, I got it. I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm extra. I like mm. that. I can I can do that. Um, dig it. Well, uh, that was a fun one. Thank you, Bruce Bacon, for sending that in. That was a very delightful one, even with and, Frank Zappa. And, and, yeah, man. And everybody, Frank Zappa and, and whoever's so too, going man. like, what's a Frank Zappa? Well, we'll if go you have look to it up ask, and do your history. No. If you that have was a to long ask, time ago, man, and that was a very specific thing. It's Dweezil's dad. Dweezil's yeah, dad. Yeah, Dweezil's dad. <laughs> and if you have to ask what Dweezil is, just do a little bit of homework and you get caught up with everything. It's okay. Everybody can't know everything. Dweezil is Moon Unit's brother. A, and if you don't know who Moon Unit is, <laughs> you're, you're probably like the rest of everybody else. <laughs> Anyhow. All right. Uh, thank you so much for reading that for us, Tony. We need to thank a few people and then let our friend Kyle go. Oh, hell yeah. We have to thank a few people. Yes, we we love to thank got these some new folks. ones. Yes, that's even more exciting. I bestow my beating heart. Mm. At this point of the show, we like to thank a very special group of people. These are our executive producers. Now, you might be wondering, what is an executive producer? And more importantly, how can I become one? Because I want to be on this list. Well, friends, it's quite easy. You go over to patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs and check out a couple different levels in which you can participate, become a patron, a sponsor of this very podcast, if you will. Each level comes with a bevy of thank you gifts, things like T-shirts and barefoot buttons and picks and keychains and all the good stuff. But as an executive producer, you get one more thing. You get to have your name read on the thing. Your name read on the thing. That's what I'm going to do right now. So special thanks to these executive producers, Mr. Tom Brazen, Darren Gregory, Doug Christ, Ken Sayers, Michael Senchuk, Stefan Lamb, Anthony Lathrop, John Anglin, John Esserly, Justin Jones, James White, Matt Hart, Bill Gola Guitars, Richard Kendall, John Jackson, Jason Roush, Gary Cooper, Mark Garton, Elad Mazrahi, Mike D, Trevor Gunberg, Rick Calhoun, Anthony Gemolero, John Helverson, and Drew Lopez. Oh, wait, wait, there's yeah, one. What? And this week we have a new executive producer. Who might that be? That's Vader and Pedals. I'm actually wearing that I shirt. I see right the now. shirt. There's a Vader and shirt right, right there. With the welcome, lit. welcome. Thank you, thank you, Vader There's another special group that we like to call our Grand Poobas. 
These are executive producers that live up in the penthouse suite, smoking large cigars, drinking various orange liquids in their <laughs> own individual hot tubs. Yes, orange liquids. <laughs> it goes with the show, the color of the show. Yeah, I, no, you I'm, got it? I'm a, I get it. Okay, so special, special, special thanks to these grand poobas. Jonathan Jerusik, Corey Nigro, David Kaminga, Science of Sound. Cody Foster, Sean Essa, Tommy Manasco, Adam Johnson, Steve Keys, Tim Nowak, Tyler Rines, James Pennington, LSJ Music Company, John Williams, Johnny Morales, Mel Saunders, Sanders, either one. Yeah. Bob Crouch, Sam Jett, Michio Murakishi, Martin Cliff, Hex Matos, Michael Van Zant, Brian Robison, John Daly, and we have a new Grand Pooba. That's right. Now, I'm going to have trouble with this one. You can do it. I can do it. So special thanks and welcome aboard to Ricardo Igareda. Yeah, very good. All right, you got it. Yeah, and uh, so he, he just joined. We, we just had Faderin. It's so exciting. And I just looked on to see that Moon Guitars is now an executive producer. Holy That's, moly. Man, Just thank like you that. so much. That thank is, you're welcome. you. That is brilliant. I love that. Thank you so much. I was trying to do it quicker, but, you know. <laughs> that was pretty quick. <laughs> well, yeah. welcome to the world of executive producers. Yes, uh, your executive producer package will be on its way via... Uh, lightweight aircraft uh, <laughs> with a briefcase and Pony Express handcuffed to a monkey. I get to keep <laughs> the aircraft, right? <laughs> and the monkey. Yeah. Uh, you can take the kids, yeah. but you leave me, my monkey. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, Mr. Kyle, where can people find your wares and buy your guitars and do all that stuff? Uh, if you want to buy guitars, you should go to moon-guitars.com. Uh, I got a bunch of new financing options on there. I'm trying to make it as easy as possible. Uh, if you want to see examples of stuff I've done, uh, Instagram, uh, at Moon Guitars, those are the best places. Excellent. Nice. Tony? Head over to PickGuardian.com. Check out some of the wares that I have available online. But by and large, what I do is custom work. So shoot me an email. Let me know what you need, what you want. I might have some good tips for you. You know, I've been doing this a while. Yeah, you have. And it uh, shows. Check it out. <laughs> check it out. <laughs> I mean that in the kindest way. I know. Yeah, I don't know how, quite how to take that. The, uh, the tone didn't quite match up. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can send me an email, Todd, at theguitarnobs.com. Uh, shoot a DM on Instagram at guitarnobs. We'd love to hear from you, and we'd love to share your words with us and we need to say a first of all a jared we missed you buddy yep um and second of all a ginormous thank you to kyle wolf of moon guitars for joining us on the show tonight thanks for having me guys this, this was a blast cool absolutely um I, well, I, I mean, like, absolutely, thank you. You're welcome. Not absolutely, yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> You're expected to say that. <laughs> Anyways. Oh, boy. Uh, anyhow, so thank you to all of you listeners who continue to uh, support our show, even in spirit. We feel you out there. So um, we, we, there, was a, share it. there was share a spirit in the studio tonight. It, grab another guitar player and go, hey, have you heard of this? Yeah. Get, let's get some other people 
up in this mess, man. Share the love. Yeah. All right. Have a fantastic guitar weekend. Subscribe. Yavel. Oh, wait. And actually, I want to change my uh, Randy Rhodes model to a plexiglass Concord with LED lighting in it. (laughs) (laughs) I know a guy who can make that for you. Uh, Yeah, man. Yeah. Sorry, there was a ghost in here. Something started rattling. I was like, what the hell? That really threw me off. Ghost in the machine. It's a ghost. Let's try that again. Here. I don't know how to respond to that. Do we leave it in? I don't think I would leave that in. I don't in. think I'm going to leave that in. <laughs> what's a, what's a, the, you know, the other new guitars that I don't know. I have no idea where Nude guitars? Yeah, those ones. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What yes. Of, what kind of show is no. this? Watermelon, 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 watermelon. Because I lost my cursor. Where the hell did it go? My cursor. (laughs) Curse you. Cursed cursor. Uh, What? Okay. Tony always throws me off when he puts his finger up and then he starts writing. Because then I'm like, well, no, I got to pay attention to this. What? That's a lot. That's a book. You could have just said it to me. What are you doing? How's that for getting backing out of that bull crap right there? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I'm not joking. <laughs> uh, anyways, yeah. even 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 Tony's human. This stays with you, or goons will come and find you. <laughs> he knows all about it in Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. <laughs> this is turning into the audio equivalent of Austin Powers trying to back that little cart up in the hallway, and it's just stuck. <laughs> you you guys have a such a good chemistry over there it makes it easy to just jump in you know well we're naked so i mean you know oh that's you know what me too i didn't know and we're we're in our individual yeah. hot tubs yes <laughs> yeah. yeah it's crazy and they're, they're, the they're, they're both shaped like jared which is we. <laughs> well that's it for these knobs please visit our patreon page at patreon.com forward slash the guitar knobs visit our website at theguitarknobs.com for all of our past episodes four on the floor blog and other good stuff you can connect with us on social too at our facebook page and share your gear and stories on our facebook group also be sure to check out our instagram at guitar knobs catch you next time